Hi, I'm Stephanie Wainwright. I'm a wife, a mom, a business owner, and my life is chaotic all the time. So I created this podcast to help you find the funny, the good, while navigating through the chaos. This is Chaotic Compass Podcast. Hey guys, Chaotic Compass, Stephanie here. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Another solo night for just me. Today's topic, I am going to get into, um, it basically boils down to why the fuck my husband um, isn't just listening to me and why he keeps trying to solve the problems. Like, I just need somebody in my life that is going to empathize and sympathize with the fucking words that I'm saying. So that's what we're getting into, getting deep today, like real quick, we're diving in. I have had um, probably about a dozen mental breakdowns over the past week. Yep. Yep. Just, uh, it's that time of the year. We're getting into, uh, like little to zero cash flows coming in on both businesses. We've got the boat that's going out. That's, uh, oozing, oozing revenue, uh, out the, not, isn't it oozing revenue? It's, uh, oozing expenditures out the door, out the yin yang. And, uh, I'm constantly fighting with my husband to get to see that, to get him to acknowledge that, to get to him to just hear what I'm saying. And so we are diving into why the fuck my husband isn't listening to me? Why the fuck is my husband not listening to me? Okay, so let's go. Tonight, um, I'm just, I'm doing, because it's been so warm, it's not really like I don't think it got above 70 degrees today, but it's it's been warm. And so I have already switched over. So in the wintertime, we drink rum and Cokes. And in the summertime, we drink vodka and tonic. And um, he's still, my husband's still drinking rum and Coke, but I've, I, I want the summer to be here. I want to stop complaining about the cold winter air and start complaining about the hot summer days. Okay, that's where I'm at. I am drinking a vodka and tonic and a little bit of lemon just to add a little bit of flavor. Vodka tonic, you guys. Uh, Tito's, can't go wrong with Tito's. Um, We used to do, we used to be like bottom shelf, like aristocrat, and then we kind of went to like a different Smirnoff, but Tito's, Tito's is where it's at. I'm sorry. I just, I can't, Tito's is just good mixes well with a lot of things it's just good and I appreciate Tito so I'm gonna tag them and shout out to Tito so thanks Tito's for being here for me this evening thank you guys for being here as well this evening so that's that's a thing anywho let's dive in let's dive into this I had watched watch this little short video um you can probably google it it's called it's not about the nail okay it's on youtube So there's this couple, they're sitting on a table. I don't know if they're husband and wife or boyfriend or girlfriend, but a man and a woman are sitting on, they're sitting at a table or they're sitting on a couch and the woman clearly has a massive nail embedded in her skull and she's trying to talk to her significant other about, Hey, you know, I'm just, I've got, you know, all of these feelings and, and he's like, yeah, so what you need to do is you need to take that nail and remove it from your skull and you would probably feel a hell of 
and she's like interrupting him. No, if you could just listen to me, just hear me out. Just, just stop. And you're, you, you always want to fix things. I swear to God, God, like this, that video is literally me and Ryan on repeat all the time, all the fucking time. Like if you could just listen to me, it's not about removing the nail. Yeah, it probably would solve all of my problems, but it's not about, I just need for you to empathize and sympathize with the condition that I'm in. I just need you to hear me about where I'm at. I just need you to understand and he just can't understand. He just doesn't get it. He's not a empathetic and sympathetic dude. He just can't do that. For me, I feel the feelings of the squirrel that I just ran over in my car. Like I felt that. Even though fuck that squirrel and you were all like back and forth and you had a moment of hesitation or you could have zigged when you zag and my wheel caught your ass and now you in the middle of the road out there and now every time I gotta drive by there I see you I see you dead ass laying in the road so I like I feel all the feelings I can watch a video on YouTube I've never met these people and I could just oh my gosh I feel the passion I feel it I could feel the hurt and the pain or the happy and the joy, whatever. I feel it all. I feel it all, all the time. Like when the kids are going through shit, I'm like, I feel, I, you know, I feel you. Gosh, oh, that's so, I'm just looking for one motherfucking person. And literally this guy is in it with me. He's in the trenches with me and I'm looking for him. I'm looking to him. You should be that person to be able to empathize and sympathize with me. And he does not. He doesn't fucking get it. He will never fucking get it for some fucking reason. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get how I feel or why I feel the way I feel. <sighs> but there's a psychology behind it. There's a psychology behind it. Little, little precursor here, okay? I'm typically, when I talk, I'm generalizing. And that's... That's just a blanket statement. If And if you're a dude and you aren't this guy and you are empathetic and sympathetic and you feel all the feelings, yes, can we be best friends? That's all I'm saying. I just need a bestie in my life that I can't empathize and sympathize with me. That's all I'm looking for, okay? But I'm not saying that all dudes are like this, but most dudes are in fix-it mode. That's just what they do. That's just what they do. They're hardwired that way. It's like there was a study, and I can't remember where it was. Uh, they, they put a group of men and women um, in a room, and they played random sounds while they were in there. And a majority of the men heard the, the hissing of a radiator or the clanking of a pipe. And the women heard the uh, whining of a child. You know, th that was... And the men didn't hear what the women heard and the women didn't hear what the men heard. And it's just that way. For me, I, I think that because I am, my husband's going to kill me. I'm going to go into this. I'm going to sidebar here real quick. I, um, I think that I'm that person that can kind of hear it all. So in my car, I've kind of got like a little clank and that like my right front tire and I haven't really figured out what that is yet you know but it's like it's cool whatever like our refrigerator <laughs> this one this one actually became an argument with my husband and I but our refrigerator's ice maker is making a weird ass noise and we literally just bought this refrigerator two years ago 
And, uh, and I'm like, husband, do you even hear that? He's like, well, yeah, now that you said something, I do hear that. What are you fucking kidding me? So this guy, this guy, because his hearing is bad already. And so I guess I can give him a little bit of pass, but not like I'm not like, but he's the type of guy that has had a small child standing in front of him saying daddy, 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 daddy over and over again, but he's zoned the fuck out watching the news or Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy or some shit yelling out the answer and completely ignoring his child. I've witnessed this firsthand and it blew my mind. The kids coughed the wrong way and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is it? I'm in a, you know, not really a dead sleep, but I'm asleep and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? You know? I, I'm that person. I'm always hypersensitive to this shit and I can't fucking turn it off. And I really wish that I had his fucking, I wish I had his lifestyle. And that, that was the word that popped in my head, but it's not a lifestyle because we both have the same lifestyle, but I wish I had his mentality or whatever is in his brain that he literally can just tune out everything and just get hyper-focused on whatever. So tiffs this week include refrigerator being a fucking asshole and we don't have the extended warranty and I'm trying to avoid calling somebody and I'm just trying to get him to look into this. I'm just trying to, t hey, you, you have more mechanical abilities than I do. Can you just take a look at it? And his response is, I'm not a appliance guy. Y'all, when I say I saw red, um, <clears throat> I'm not a fucking IT person, but guess who the fuck has to fix this computer or fix this fucking phone when motherfucking puts it on airplane mode and didn't realize it or turns off his goddamn Wi-Fi and didn't realize it and soaks up every bit of our fucking data. Who the fuck fixes when my parents can't log into their fucking, or my, when they can't log into my Netflix or get into their Roku or hook up their Roku for that matter? Guess who the fuck is that person? Me. Hi. I'm the problem solver. It's me. I get dubbed that fucking person. Do I enjoy anything to do with fucking IT? I hate. I I don't want to be that person. I just want to live my life. And it, when everybody's like, oh my gosh, I got a problem with my Android. I'm over here like, no, definitely not me. Mm -mm. No, I'm going to. I've got healthy boundaries and I know that I'm not going to fuck around with an Android. Okay. I have an iPhone. I know that. I'm not going to try to fucking figure out your shit. I will call my daughter. She's the Android queen in this household. I don't understand where his brain came in and instantly thought that that was something good to say. He's saying he's not an appliance repair person. And so I saw red and I was like, fuck you, fuck you. And I'll fucking figure it out. Just like everything else in this fucking house, I, you know, I went off the deep end. I, you know, this household would never stand up with it wasn't for me, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, I'm beyond stressed with where we're at, just trying to, you know, it's, it's that time of the year, we're trying to get the boat out, we're trying to fix the boat, we're trying to get going. 
and money's not coming in like but it's it's just the season but over here I'm like oh my god all right so I'm kind of freaking out and I'm just I'm already on edge and then you over here telling me what you ain't and it's like I'm not a cruise director but guess the fuck what I keep doing every day I'm not a whole lot of goddamn things, but I keep having to figure that shit out. And I'm just looking for you to take a look at some shit. That's all. Or, or call a motherfucking appliance person yourself. Or Google it. Or there's a thousand options here. There's a thousand options here. And you chose to be that guy. Oh my God. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was just, I lost my shit. In that instance, I was looking, I wasn't looking for him to necessarily fix it, but I wasn't looking for him to just listen to me. He did neither, so it's fine, but I was looking for him to take a look at it. I was actually looking, I was looking for him to listen to me. Hey, have you heard this noise? Can you take a look into this? And so there's a lot of times when um, uh, we had actually gone to couples counseling for a while, our therapist told us, you know, because she was seeing that that was the biggest thing that, you know, I was just looking for him to listen and he was constantly looking to fix it. He was constantly looking for a solution. And most of the time I'm, I might be looking for a solution, but I'm looking for him to empathize and sympathize with me first. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but our therapist said, hey, acknowledge what you want him to do in here so he can disengage from the solution mode or engage in the solution mode. He just needs to, to pick a path, right? Or if it's not clear, Ryan, you need to ask her, do you want a solution or do you just want me to listen? And so I've been trying to get really better. Like I'm trying to get better with that. Um, you know, making sure that he knows flat out and guess what this fucking homie keeps doing. I'm like, I just want you to listen to me, please just listen to me right now. And this bitch keeps trying to fix shit. The other day we were on the boat. So we were trying to move the boat from one location to the next and I'm asking him or I'm saying, hey, man, this is a problem. Like you are are trying to do all these things and I'm running out of time. And are you are you trying to do this? Or are you trying to drive the boat? And instead of talking to me and having a conversation, that's what I was trying to do. Homie just walked away. He walked away and I'm thinking, oh, maybe he needs some space. No, he was literally going up to the helm to start the boat, to get the boat going because he'd made that decision of we're leaving. And I was like, at what point were you going to let me know? At what point were I, was I included in this conversation? If you're going to listen to me, at least acknowledge me and say, hey, this is what was going on. I just, I don't get what's inside my husband's brain and it infuriates me to no end of especially when things are on high you know we're in a high tension area we're trying to we have a specific timeline for the boat and we're just under the gun and we're both feeling it and we're both in fight or flight and I'm a fight 
because I know it's worth it. And he's he's a doer and he's just going to run and go and do something because he's trying to because he's trying to keep the peace. He's just trying to not have the argument. He of the two in our relationship, he is non confrontational which pisses me off even more it's like I wasn't trying to be confrontation I was literally just having a conversation and now you now now I'm seeing red you've walked away from me and you didn't have a conversation with me and I and I go into the mode of oh wow I'm not even worth having a conversation with you know and I go to to that side of it my brain snaps over to that of self-worth I don't even know and it's like it's just this nasty nasty spiral between the both of us and there's a whole bunch of I for me I know it's definitely childhood trauma that I haven't been able to fully process that I'm still severely triggered by um I can't speak to exactly what his is you know but I'm pretty sure it's not necessarily childhood trauma, but, you know, childhood issues that he didn't deal with. And so there's just these things that we keep doing and it keeps replaying. And week after week, we keep doing the same shit and it just keeps building. And there's already the tension of the businesses plus Plus the boss saga, that bitch hasn't been on time in forever. And so, you know, and so we're we're just layering on shit after shit and shit and layers and layers and just it's starting to crumble and our shit house is starting to stink and it's starting to crumble and it's not it's not doing anybody favors. But neither of us are trying to take the time to try to fix it because we've just got so much. What the fuck? What the fuck? So why do guys, and you know, I know there's a couple of dudes that that listen to this. Why? What the fuck? Why? Why do you instantly go to fix mode? Like, why don't you just take a minute and listen and engage in the conversation and acknowledge what we're saying and how we're feeling? Why can't you do that? I don't understand that. Why can't you just slow down and take a second? There's another thing that I watched. It was about Steve Harvey. He was on the Good Morning America. I don't know. It was like a while ago, like a decade ago. Yeah, Steve Harvey had um, came out with this book, um, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. And on uh, the, uh, I'm 95% sure it was Good Morning America. Anyways, the the show he was on, they were like, they interviewed, they had a couple of things with, with guys that they had, you know, asked questions. And the one that was really interesting um, was not really interesting, but it was kind of a cool perspective of kind of flipping the script, uh, kind of a reverse psychology, if you will. But a uh, guy was mentioning, hey, I really don't like it when my girlfriend particularly wears this and this and this outfit um you know how do I tell her and it's like well Steve Harvey was like yeah don't you once you're out and you once you're in the car or going to wherever you've lost the chance to say anything um but what you can do is when she wears something that you really do like to and I'm giving you freaking 
like awesome tips and tricks here, dudes. Okay. Um, when your partner wears something that you really do like, compliment the shit out of it, right? But be like, this outfit, it really is stunning. But that, you know, that outfit that you wore last week, it really doesn't do you service. It, it doesn't compare to this outfit. Basically making her know that this outfit is amazing. What you got going on here is amazing. Just, but in comparison. It was interesting. It was like, wow. I know my husband does not give a shit what I wear. He uh, he asked me more often than not of what he should wear. This guy. Um, only because he has no fashion sense whatsoever. And there has been a couple of times I'm like, that does not go together. And I need you to either change your shirt or change your pants. It's always like he'll, he has a, a like an olive green pants. And he keeps trying to wear blue shirts with it. And they doesn't. It clashes. Anywho, I talk to my husband about what he wears more often than what I wear. The other couple of things that Steve Harvey had mentioned as far as why men do what they do, they aren't afraid of their spouse. It's not a, a cowardly thing. They are afraid of the reaction. And I know this is for sure because I have gotten better over the years, but there are a lot of times where I, it's taken me a while to get to this point. But once I get to that point, I have a hell of a time and I need to, it's irrational and you can't have a conversation in a rational state. And I'm, I'm mature enough to know that 25 year old Stephanie had no fucking clue. And she was still trying to have a conversation when she's seeing red. And so the other thing is that they are trying to keep the peace uh, they're, they're trying to keep in. So, and a lot of times, which is what my husband is doing is ignoring it. If I ignore it, it'll go away. Right. And that's not me. If I've taken the time to explain to you why I'm upset, right? I've given you the why and I've explained my feelings. All I'm asking is for you to value the words because that is my fucking love language. And I need you to come back to me and say, Ooh, shit, sis. I hear you saying this, this, and this. And let's talk more about that. That's sexy as hell for me. That's sexy as hell. If you could dive deeper into where I'm at and be actually genuinely concerned, damn it. Like, that's good. That's good shit. That's all of it in a nutshell. I don't really feel 100% better, but I hope that I can resonate with you letting you know that you are not alone in little tiffs or the big arguments or the knockdown drag out fights. I'm here. I'm a person. My husband and I fight a lot. We work together. We have four kids together, two businesses, and a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, and we live together with my mother and father. So I have a whole lot of reasons. I have a whole lot of, lot of shit. So I get it. So if, even if you have a percentage of that, I can relate to you. 
I feel you. You're not alone. So, recapping. When you're in a tiff and you're just trying to get your significant other to just listen to you, acknowledge that. Make sure that they know, I don't need for you to fix this. I don't need a resolution right now. I just need for you to hear me. Make sure that they know. Are you trying to get me to fix this or are you just trying to get me to listen to you? Ask the question. It doesn't make you a smaller person. It doesn't make you whatever, whatever connotation that you have around it. If you don't understand where the conversation is going of what you should engage as far as fixing or listening, ask or say it. It doesn't matter who says it or who asks it. Just make sure that that's out there. Know that men typically are hardwired to do this. And it takes a whole hell of a lot. It takes a whole hell of a lot to disengage from fix it mode. So saying it is going to help them do that. Also, making sure that they know that you are aware that they are possibly afraid or intimidated of a reaction or that they are trying to keep the peace or make sure that they know that you are just trying to talk. It's literally just like laying it all out there. I don't know. I'm not like these are tips and tricks from Steve Harvey. So whatever the reason, wherever it's going, I'm, I'm going to try these and see if I can get through to my husband. Um, it might just be like I, I might be sleeping on the couch for a few nights or he might be sleeping on the couch for a new because I just need some fucking space because if you're not going to talk to me or listen to me, then I don't want to sleep next to you kind of thing. I know. Extreme. It's fine. But that's it for this evening. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening to me navigate why my husband is always trying to fix it. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you guys have a great night. Thanks guys. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate all of your love and support. If you really love today's episode, you should subscribe. And if you subscribe, then you get notifications of when my next episode launches. So another way to be super awesome would be to leave a rating and review or recommend it to your friends and family. If you're wicked awesome, you've already done all three. Another way to keep up with me and my crazy family is check out my website at chaoticcompass.com and I do blog and other stuff there. So I appreciate everything for you guys. I do this for you. So keep it up because the more you subscribe, the more I do.